Without further ado, introducing Tika Talks. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. How are y'all doing? I am Tamika Maribel King. Thank you for tuning in to Tika Talks. Hoping and praying that your Sunday is going good thus far. Um, So today, I have a treat for you. I have my my brother-in-law here. And um, you know he always has a little something. This was not planned, y'all. However, as (laughs) usual. I know he's going to bring it. So, for those who do not know, this is my brother-in-law, Gregory King. He has his beautiful wife sitting over to the right of him. Mm-hmm. She's watching, folks. <laughs> and y'all already know my man's here. So, I'm going to let Greg go ahead and uh, get started with a little something. What a way to throw me under the bus. <laughs> My bad, brother. Put it's it in reverse. It's, it's all love. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody that's listening, that's watching, that's going to watch it even later. I'm here today. Uh, I want to talk to you about a topic. It's kind of, I'd say, unorthodox. It's called winning a losing battle. You know, when I thought about this, I didn't even know where it was going or where I was going with it myself. So I'm like, how in the world can someone win a losing battle? If it's a losing battle, you already lost. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a little while ago, probably about a month, this, it came to me and I've just been pondering on it and waiting for a little bit more guidance because I didn't know which direction it was going, but just want to run a few stories by you. They're very uh, common, very familiar from the Bible. And I'd first of all start with uh, Noah. God came and he told Noah to, you know, out of nowhere, Noah was told to build an ark. He was just going about his daily life. He was told to build an ark and to go on and get animals two by two. Nobody else had even heard of rain. So he, God told him it was going to rain 40 days, 40 nights. So everybody thought he was crazy. But Noah, he listened. He went ahead and he built the ark. He, he gathered the animals two by two. He and his family, they survived the storm. Uh, then... A little later on, I, there was a young man, and God had given him instructions, but he gave God every reason not to follow through with those instructions. His main argument was, well, God, I, I don't speak well. Uh, I get tongue-tied. I stutter. Well, why don't you send my brother Aaron to do what you want me to do? Come to find out, he was the one who walked across the Red Sea on dry land because it was parted for him. That man there is Moses. Then there was a man he was uh, told him, on this day you shall surely die. With him being as faithful as he had been and as faithful as he was, he turned to God and he said, well, God, uh, 
you know me. You know my heart. And God, knowing who he was and how he was, sent his angel back to him, and he granted him another 15 years of life. That man there we call Hezekiah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then there's a very familiar one that we all know. Uh, he, had, he was very rich. Had a lot of things. And not just in money. He was rich in his family and uh, his... Well, back in those days, uh, the amount of animals, the cattle and the sheep and everything was what made you as wealthy as you were. So... He was very faithful. God told the devil, hey, you do what you got to do. He just unleashed the devil on him. This man woke up. His, uh, all his animals were gone. All his land. All his family. He even attacked his health. But he stayed faithful. In the midst of a lot of things that were going on around him. And this is Job I'm talking about if nobody picked that up yet. <laughs> they got it. Uh, there was a, a lot of stuff going around and I, I read, well I had this message preached earlier today uh, from the first chapter of Job and there was so much mess going on around him. And in our lives when a lot of stuff is going on around us we tend to fall. We tend to, uh, I say, curl up in a ball and just want to roll over and die sometimes. Sometimes we run away. And other times we just uh, get stiff with fear and we can't even move. Mm -hmm. But Job, in, this, in the midst of all this mess that was going on around him, he turned, well, it said that he, he tore his clothes off. He shaved all his hair off. You gotta be real mad <laughs> to tear your clothes off and shave your hair. But even in the midst of that, <laughs> he worshiped God. He didn't curse God even in that. You know, all the mess that we go through, I still don't know if I could have as much faith as he had. Mm. If I get to the point where I gotta shave my hair or tear my clothes off, First of all, I hope there's somebody who can put some more clothes on me. <laughs> I don't know that if it gets that bad, I could worship God the way that he did, the way that he still did, he continuously did. Mm -hmm. A lot of us that that's going through this life, we, we deal with so many different things day in and day out. And sometimes we get to that point where we might just, be almost like Job, but that human side of us, yeah, we're going to keep our clothes on. And that's just what I believe. Hey, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. But we can still turn and worship God as Job did. Then as we travel a little bit farther, there was this man, he was born uh, of a virgin. Never had ever it's something that has never been done immaculate conception uh he was born at, at the age of 12 he was sitting in the synagogues teaching with the the higher ups i'll say the people who should have been teaching him he was teaching them mm -hmm. 
as his life went on, he taught and he performed miracles. He traveled to and fro. For about three years, he had 12 good friends. Some of those even turned on him in the end. But he knew what his job was. He knew what his task was before he ever was born. And he was crucified. But not only was he crucified, he, while they thought he was dead and while they thought he was doing nothing, he was actually still working. Because he, they can't take his life or they couldn't take his life. He said that you, I can only give it. So he gave them that satisfaction, I'll say, to, to say that, yeah, we crucified Jesus. He was down there in the depths of hell just working. So they came back because in those days, at about the third day, the body started stinking. So the ladies were going to the grave to freshen him up, make sure it wasn't stinking. But guess what? It wasn't there. And I say all of that to get back to my topic, winning a losing battle. What is that losing battle? I say life is the losing battle because the Bible tells us that it is appointed that once a man must die. So going into this life, you already know that life is lost or life is going to be lost. And how can you win when you already know that the battle is lost? Well, glad you asked. There's an old song by Yolanda Adams that says the battle is not yours, it's the Lord. There's no pain that he can't feel or no pain that he can't heal, no hurt he can't feel. You know, it doesn't matter what we're going through, <clears throat> be it sickness, disease, financial struggles, uh, marital problems, relationship problems, uh, whatever it might be. There's no battle that we go through in this losing life that we can't win. And that's why I'm here today is just to tell you, keep striving, keep stepping. Understand that, yeah, this life is going to end, but if you look at Romans 10 and 9 and you just do what it says, you've already won that battle. You will win that battle. God will not let you lose that battle if you follow his word. Romans 10 and 9, it's, it's the roadmap. It's the roadmap to get you on that winning track. If you've never looked at it, I'm not even going to tell you what it says. But just understand that if you do look at it and you study it and you do what it says, there's no way in this world that God would let you lose. Because you can't do what Romans 10 and 9 says and still be a loser because that would make God a lie. And that's not at all possible. So I just wanted Amen. to come here today for a few minutes of your time and just let you know, hey, there is a such thing as winning a losing battle. And you just have to have the proper roadmap to do that. That roadmap is the Holy Bible. Read a little bit of it day in, day out. It might just be one verse a day. If you meditate on that verse, I'm sure that God will allow it to resonate in your heart and your spirit. It will, he will allow you to just grow from 
every word that you read. If you're going through something, sometimes you just open it up. And when you look down, it'll be exactly where you need it to be. Sometimes you just need to step out of the house because a lot of times we go through stuff. We have ourselves locked up in the house or away from everybody because mm -hmm. we just don't feel like being bothered. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the, the victory comes in us being bothered mm -hmm. because in us being bothered, God, he gives somebody something to tell us or something to say to us that is going to help us get through what we're going through. That's good. And sometimes you're that one that is going through and you're going to actually help somebody and in doing so, you're going to help yourself. Right. So you can't keep your pain all to yourself all the time. There's always someone out here, someone out there that's going to help you. I mean, you're not, you won't see it all the time. I mean, you might not even know the voice that's speaking to you. And to be quite honest with you, it might scare you if it did speak to you. So I'd rather take the voice of someone that I can see <laughs> many times as opposed to the voice of someone who I can't see. Even though you believe in him and we believe that God is who he says he is and he will do what he says he can do and will do, you have to be at a certain area in your life to hear, from, hear the voice of God and not either pass out, run, and, and run smack dab into a wall, or run off the road. So understand, winning or losing battle, that is possible. There's no such thing as losing this losing battle. There is. That's if you don't do what Romans 10 and 9 said, you will lose this losing battle. You've already lost it. But if we can understand what 10 and 9 says to us, what it's telling us to do, that losing battle is won. And that's all I have. It's not enough, brother. You got time to play. <laughs> that's good, right? That's, that's good. Very good. Um... I think that was deep. I think that's good. It's always good when he comes through. Um, and I'm not just saying that because he's my brother-in-law. Uh, for me, I have had a rough week. And that is very encouraging to hear. I don't know what other people are experiencing. Um, he is a, He's very accurate when saying sometimes we don't want to be bothered. We want to be left alone. We want to stay to ourselves. You don't want to talk on the phone. You don't want to deal with your family. Mm -hmm. You don't want to deal with what few friends you may have. You just want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. You know, you think people don't understand exactly what you're experiencing or what you're feeling or the hurt you may have, um, the disappointment you may be suffering with. But there are people who do understand. There are people who have already experienced it. And then they've made it through. God has helped them. And so allow people to help you. Allow other people to, you know, pour into you. And sometimes your hurt helps them. I know that sounds crazy, but, but it is for real. You know, the things that I've experienced in my life, when I go and share things with other people, and y'all know um, I'm very transparent, and that's just who I am. I know that there are a lot of people who don't like to tell things that they've experienced or testify, I must. It's, it's part of my DNA. It's who I was created to be. And so, you know, I'm never ashamed of the things that I've had to experience or the things that I'm experiencing now. So when I go to share those things and I can help somebody else, I'm grateful to God for that. Or when someone shares with me and they're helping me, I'm grateful to God for that because I need it. I need to be built up. I need to be encouraged. 
Um, and I want people to be praying for me just like I'm praying for them. So that's it for this beautiful Sunday. Uh, this week's shout out. I want to give the shout out to Miss Shirley Moore of the Greater Six Runs Missionary Baptist Church. We had women's fellowship on yesterday and it was so awesome. Y'all, we had Leslie Simpson there and y'all know she can sing. Okay. <laughs> God, she can sing. So she ushered the spirit in. She was followed by my brother-in-law, Deacon Derek King, who came with the great word as always, and then followed up with my Aunt Ann. Um, that's Reverend Gloria Battle. And y'all, it was just so great. So my soul is happy on today. I feel very pumped for this week. I am praying for you. Um, I want you to do what you do best. That is being you. God bless you guys. Have a great week. Right, you know, just heard Miss Tifa and uh, her brother-in-law always do an awesome job. Always glad to see you all come in. And <laughs> management, <laughs> cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Somebody let you know. <laughs> but uh, we always enjoy Miss Tifa. It's always a pleasure. Uh, brother-in-law and yes thank you brother for coming wife. again and uh always a husband is so unique with what he does right we, we um we we thank you all y'all you won't believe it but there's people it's the nursing home and who that girl is they don't say <laughs> lady that girl so that's that's an honor you know right. that you are reaching somebody even in the nursing home right Amen. so um uh you know if sometimes you, if you think about this haul out Southwood, Mary Grant. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, yes, shout out, out to Southwood and Mary Grant on today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because they, they're the ones that can't get out and go. Right. You know? Totally understand. Yeah, so uh, you are being heard every Sunday. So, um, hey, I enjoy you. Sometimes Thank you, man. I have to tip out, but I can still hear you in the back. We so appreciate you. Let's have a good week. I took the word in. And tell your brother-in-law that I do have some news for him. I sure about will. About the boys' um, club. He Thank you. Be, he's got 